So Andre's doing another seance with the Ouija board. Wee Ouija board. This week, Paranormal Investigation is on the couch as we review a better seance than demonic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another session of Scarepy. I'm your Scarepist, Trevor, joined as always by the Host Man Part 2, Zach Singer. Part 2? That's what I said last week. Oh. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. You had two intros and you couldn't think of two different things? Uh, no. Good God. For you? That's fair, I got nothing. After that Slenderman shit you just put me through? <laughs> <laughs> that Slenderman fantastic shit? Alright. It's time to duel, Fine. baby. We'll run it back. <laughs> Hit me again. Joined, as always, by the Slenderman enthusiast, the Yugi Emoto, semi-ruler of the Shadow Realm, Zoe's biggest fan, Zach Singer. Hot diggity daffo, Dale. That nailed it. <laughs> All right. As always, before we get into the movie, gotta hit you with some questions. Now, Paranormal Investigation is, of course, a accidentally uh, given French movie. Uh, well, first off, the title I'm pretty sure is Demonic. They do rhyme. Exactly. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, just like last week, I made a, a bad mistake and forgot. To... <laughs> forgot. Didn't know, you ass. I've seen this movie before. I know you have. It makes it worse. <laughs> so, last week, I told Zach the wrong movie. This week, I forgot to tell Zach that this movie was in French. You piece of shit. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, what the fuck text. <laughs> None of this is right. I got a, a message from Zach. Uh, after I told him what movie we were going to review, he says, if, if I didn't like that movie, I'd be so mad at you. Now, now let, me, let me preface. It was the best movie you've made me watch. It was not a good movie. Because <laughs> guess what, folks? It's fucking found footage. Again. Yeah. <laughs> we, have a, we have a theme. Trevor picks garbage and Zach's an asshole. And Zach picks Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean... I also talk a lot about Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, and Slenderman. I almost got that thesis down. We're both in our lanes. Um, I'm found footage and you're edgy 1980s kid theme shit. Yeah, if you look at me wearing this pink polo, edgy is the word that comes to mind. <laughs> and you wear this shitty white jacket. <laughs> Banger audio, we got some fucking <laughs> visual descriptors going on here. Uh, just sticking with that ASMR theme, let me describe the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's white. All of our recording shit that should be hanging is not. It's sitting <laughs> on my bed. Alright, so, I guess before we get into the questions, I need to tell you a little about the movie, because this is hilarious. Uh, it came out in December of 2018. I couldn't find the specific release date. <laughs> That's um, a good start. You can't IMDb shit. It gets better. Okay. Uh, and I looked on three different websites for this movie. Three. That's a lot for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I normally just go top Google result. I went to page two. This is our uh, this is our research team, by the way. <laughs> We're so, killing it like the team in Demonic. So it's got a runtime of an hour and 32 minutes. Um, there is no info on the box office or the budget. 
I could not find it anywhere. Fucking French. They were um, just like, you watch it, these dumbass Americans, this, bro. This movie is not on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, it, it is Rotten Tomatoes. It has an IMDb rating of 3.7 out of 10. Really knocking it out of the park with your picks, buddy. <laughs> what can I say? I like the little guy. Is that it, or are you like pieces of shit? What did I say? The same thing. Uh, it was directed by Frank Felizon. Yeah, can, can you say that name again? Frank Felizon. God damn, he's got them Z's <laughs> and everything. Well, I'm done, Tarnation. It looks like I'm staring at the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I'm in Paris, Tennessee. <laughs> it feels bad just saying it. It stars Jose. Oh, I'm going to butcher this name. Atun Car. I don't even know why you're going at this. It stars French people. It's a French fucking movie. Moving on. Uh, Jose Atun Car. Andre. Andrades. Do you mean Andre 3000? Yeah. All right. Uh, and Cedric Flonquez. Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> what you got for Jose? Uh, yeah, I'll come back to that one. All right. <laughs> so generic. Maybe. I don't know who lives in France. Kanye West, I think. He made that one song. Uh, he moved across the street from that one lady with the butt. <laughs> Kim Kardashian? No, I don't think that's it. <laughs> um, wow, I think that was the biggest no butt you've ever given me. No, I'm working on it. I, I, <laughs> I forgot I know nothing about anything recent. Hit me with them 1980s, 1990s reference, and I got you. Oh, God. You're talking about Jennifer Lopez? Anyway, moving on. Um, uh, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Marry me. The. <laughs> <laughs> The plot of this goddamn movie. A young man is possessed after using a Ouija board, and a ghost hunter is brought to investigate the house and the ghost inside of the man. Is Ouija a French word? Uh, I think so. So is it still called a Ouija board in France? It's called a spirit board, I think. In France? So they, they use an American word and we use a French What a bunch of assholes! <laughs> baguette board. Oh, I do love a baguette. Now let's get into the questions. First of all, have you ever used a Ouija board? And do you think that they actually work? I don't do two-parters. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? What's got you with this fucking attitude today? Uh, I'm just tired. <laughs> 7.30. Just uh, for bedtime, baby. I gotta go watch fucking Not Demonic again. Uh, Ouija? No, I've never used one. I mean, I believe they work as they are cardboard and other cardboard with plastic in it. If, if that's what you're getting at. So, no? Sure. So, you don't think that they connect with... Well, you don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna... So, no, I don't believe my spooky McDonald's cardboard can talk to you. <laughs> I'm gonna catch you slipping one day. Will you? No. I mean, I spend most of my day trying not to fall over. <laughs> So, um, we both took French when we were in high school. Not at the same time, because you're 30 and I'm 13. Um, Damn, <laughs> we're that Jennifer Gardner movie. 30 going on 13? Or 13 going on 30, it makes more sense. So, did you remember any French from when you took it in high school uh, while you watched this movie? I remembered exactly one thing from French. And class. that was? J'aime le fuck. What? Terrible pronunciation. 
But I remember it because it's I like seals. <laughs> and I, j- j- I like fuck. Um, I, I remembered a lot of French because it was my second favorite class I took in high school. And I took two years of it. Did we go to the same high school? No, I don't think so. That sounds right. I went to North Canyon. Mm, that's right, I knew that. Yeah, I went to Pinnacle. They had one French teacher. And I took that class for three years, all three years. If I had just mentioned Joe Arpaio, that was the class. Because she hated that guy. Oh my god, I loved having teachers like that. Oh, it was, it was an easy A. You just, I got a D, but... You sit in the back of the room and go... Obama's doing a good job, huh? And then duck down. <laughs> that Obama! <laughs> More like Obama! Fuck. Damn. <laughs> Throwing him with them hard Tumblr memes. Ugh. Okay. And the last question. Would you ever join in on a paranormal investigation? I mean, would I go somewhere with an asshole with a camera? Yeah, I'd do it with you all the time. Yeah. You're right. I don't know what else you want from that question. But, like, on, on a serious note, if someone was like, hey, I'm gonna go to this this house that's supposedly haunted, uh, did you want to come and just sit in on the investigation and see if, if I can change your mind on... Banger out of here, you got your phone buzzing. <laughs> I th- I don't think they caught that. Well, I, I don't think it vibrated. I, it did, I fucking heard uh, it. Well, I was talking. Uh, <laughs> was I? I was also listening. <laughs> I wasn't. So, it, yeah, if they were like, you know, maybe I can change your mind on this investigation, would you go? The only reason for that scenario is that I'm the main character from Demonic, <laughs> and either I'm the murderer, or I'm the skeptic. There is no other reason to invite me, because I would just shit on your parade. Well, the murderer is also the skeptic in that movie. Yeah, exactly. So, you, you choose your own adventure with that one. If you want to give me that invite, hit it. I, so not knows the answer? Yeah, I don't know what to fucking do with you. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> when you do these goddamn questions. <laughs> you wrote them! I did. Ask better questions. I can't. <laughs> I'm like that motherfucker from Phoenix Forgotten. <laughs> I asked the most close-ended questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get into the fucking movie. God, please, <laughs> can't talk about this movie any less. So we open with a black screen, white text... Straight just saying Investigation 9. Uh, it says something in French. Investigation 9. There. Yeah, there you go. I don't think that's how you say investigation. That's neither of them, but nailed it. Just keep on rolling it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what 9 is now. I guess Nui. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Nueve. <laughs> uh, we have multiple angles of... Andre walking into his office through some shitty uh, smoke. <laughs> yeah, they really tried to make this guy's house look like a fucking... Is this his house? Because it's about as big as this room. I mean, he's definitely living there, but he's a paranormal investigator, so obviously he's not making a lot of money either. Mm-hmm. So I assume this is his house, but it's more of an office. But he's got that sweet fucking neon investigation sign hanging and like a couch he sleeps on. His outfits in this movie are so funny. In this scene, there's a lot of like almost gratuitous dick shots of him standing in front of the camera. Yeah. And I th- I'm glad you brought it up because I was like, am I just staring at this guy's dong this whole time? <laughs> or what's happening? Uh, bingo. My bad. 
meal dung or fresh. So in this this scene, he's wearing a black hoodie, black jeans, and bright red shoes. And everything is skin tight on this dude. Oh yeah. Well, that that is, I guess, more of the style over there in general. Maybe they're not fat fucks like we are. Exactly, dude. <sighs> Even the ghost kid was better looking than any of us here. <laughs> so. Uh, he, he enters his office, and we see the words Paranormal Investigation not only printed on his fucking wall, but also the background of his computer. So his show is actually called Paranormal Investigation. Is it a show? I couldn't it's tell. It's like a YouTube show. Okay. Like, I couldn't tell, because he mentions later, like, how many cases he's done, and it's pretty yeah. minimal. Well, so I wasn't sure if it's just him getting started, like us, or if he's a real guy. No, he, um, they, it, they later on mention, um... He was basically the the parents of the kid who's possessed were shown his videos online. Yeah, and yeah. That's why they I guess I didn't get that as a show. As more of a like these are his cases. I don't know. Let's get into well, that. Well, I mean, cases of his show, right? Like that's how yeah. you make a ghost hunting show. Yeah, or just be a ghost hunter. Ooh, I stand there. And we we cut to footage of a group of. I don't know if you could call them teenagers, maybe college college age kids. Yeah, like definitely late teens. Yeah, probably like eighteen year olds, yeah. like like high school seniors, uh, using a Ouija board. And the group decides that one of the guys uh, who is named Dylan will be the one that actually asks questions to the board. And it's his house, so yeah, he, he's big dick showing off to these girls. So he asks uh, the first question is, "Are you a man?" And after a second of them all joking about it, it moved, the planchette moves to yes. Planchette. That's what it is. You can't say that on air. Planchette? There you go. <laughs> uh, the, the planchette moves to yes, and they go, oh my god, which one of you did that? Yeah, like, I really like this scene because they 100% don't take it seriously. Yeah. I don't really know why they're recording other than, like, kids. Uh, we kind of talk about it later, but... I mean, I record, it's all in French. I record a bunch of shit I do with my friends, too, for no reason. Maybe, it's maybe just, I'm just old. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of a thing, like Snapchat. Mm. You don't use Snapchat. I've never snapped a chat. Exactly. I live on Snapchat, so... That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad. Uh, Agreed. They, the next question he asks is, when was the ghost born? The board says, 1904. What a fucking old loser ghost. Right? Want to know why he's... Like, when was this house built? Are we on some ancient burial grounds, or is this ghost just like, this place is nice, I'm gonna live Thank here. god they don't do the ancient burial ground bullshit. Oh, that would've been so much better. <laughs> the, the French, fuck the dead, the French just buried over the war zone, and... And, so, the next question Dylan starts to ask is, are you dead? And then, he makes a shit joke to, to some guy sitting off to his right, and he's like, imagine if he became a spirit before he died. And for some reason, everyone laughs. Right? That what a bad makes joke. nonsense. Like, go fuck yourself. I mean, they say later they were all drinking, so I get it. But shut up. Just, just bad. French fry when you're supposed to pizza, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> then he asks how the ghost died. Uh, was it murder? The ghost moves the planchette to yes, but as soon as it hits yes. Dylan flies back and appears to be having like a seizure. Straight to seizure time with this um, kid. The video pauses and then Andre has a voiceover saying he was sent this video and since then Dylan has been acting uh, super strange, not like himself at all. 
I got nothing. It's just garbage. <laughs> um, then we get to interviews. Not yet. There's actually a whole scene before that. Good God. Um, it's just like a, a drone shot going over like the trees around Dylan's oh, house. Yeah. Uh, Andre kind of has a monologue here where he says, Possession isn't always the devil. It is sometimes communication between us and the spirit world. And the investigation he did on Dylan was unlike any other he had ever done before. What's the line between madness and possession? Some doors should never be opened. It's basic creepy monologue. Any door marked marked pirate, you should not open. <laughs> if it's got a lock on it, don't break it. Mm. Shout out, shout out, demonic. <laughs> don't ever shout that movie out no matter how much it rhymes with the title never gonna let that down no it was so far off let's well, watch this demon movies are they no exactly in fact almost nothing the same we then get uh, a shot of the camera coming down from the trees to uh, a house's front door the door opening the camera goes through a hallway, down some stairs to the basement, then through another hallway to a door. Uh, the room inside is dark. Door slams shut. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, fuck it, right? Yeah, I do remember this scene vaguely, to be yeah. honest. And it, it was just like a gratuitous nothing scene. It was just like a, a basic setup scene. Yeah, I, I, really to no avail. Yeah, like... and it was fine. Like, I don't, I don't really have anything amazing to say about this scene, but nothing really too bad to say about it. I mean, it was like, that was the, where their budget was. They got a $40 yeah. code, and somebody semi-knew how to flip it. Yeah. And then we cut to our first interview, where we meet Catalin, um, who is... Both Cat and Myelin. <laughs> uh, fucking is... banger audio! God damn it, my yeah. phone. Yeah, why don't you just move it off the fucking table, you ass? Wanna throw it across the room? No. Not drunk enough yet, but uh, it's getting there. We cut to Catalan being interviewed by Andre. We find out that Catalan is the, the guy who was actually filming on that night. Catalan says it was like Dylan wasn't all there after that happened. Uh, he barely answered any questions when they talked for the rest of the night. Uh, then Andre's like, so why didn't you call an ambulance when this happened? And... He basically says at first they, they thought he was messing around, but now he's just completely different. Yeah, I kind of like the scene because it's actually explained pretty well. It's, mm -hmm. it's not like they just left him and they're like, oh, Derek, this kid's dying. Yeah. Like, it, it was friends doing friend shit. This kid got sick in front of him or whatever, and they, like, pseudo take a drink. Thank you. Uh, took care of him for the night. Not even really. Like, they, they, they mentioned, like, oh, he was weird for the night, and then he went to bed, and we're like, hey, he'll sleep it off. He was just drunk and yeah. got spooked or had a, had a flare-up of whatever. And then we, we cut to the next interview of Antoine. Yeah, we get, like, three of these interviews, and they're all the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. So, uh, not that exciting. Antoine says, uh, we didn't call anybody because they were all drunk. Dylan seemed fine after, and since then, anytime they saw each other... Uh, Dylan has been super aggressive towards him, and Antoine doesn't think he's possessed, but then again, he also doesn't believe in spirits. A man. He's you. <laughs> what an asshole. Now, uh, we cut to another interview of a girl named Effie, who is actually the girl who brought the board. Uh, Fucking 
the bangerest of bangs this girl has, by the way. Oh yeah, she's she's rocking like bangs better than mine. If she had any more bangs, she would be ninety percent bang. She would be bangerang. Oh, I was gonna say fucking Rufio, man. You watch Hook. It's fucking thirty years old. <laughs> it's got Rob Williams in it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about Hook now? Because fuck this movie. No, we can't. God damn it. <laughs> so. Uh, Effie says that she went to see Dylan shortly after the incident, and when she did, he fucking choked her, and so she left. Um, what a bitch! Right? Sounds to me like Dylan is just mad that they that he could have died, and none of his friends tried to help him. I know when I get mad at my friends, I choke them out. So why do you think I don't have any friends anymore? That's all I'm saying. Do we? I feel like off camera, people just visualize us choking each other. Now. <laughs> just, we're doing it right now, actually. Yes, this is not my real voice. Uh, and Effie actually does think that he's possessed. The general consensus of all these interviews is that uh, they didn't take it seriously at first, and now they don't even really recognize him anymore. Like he's just completely changed. That boy ain't right. So then we, we cut to Andre driving to the house. He pulls up to Dylan's house and we meet his dad, Mr. Duval. And let's take a break, baby, because it's time for the weekly scream tie-in. Hit me. All right. So, Dylan's family. Wait, we forgot the scream corner. Do it. Scream corner. <laughs> I can't remember what I did last time. So. That was pretty much it. All right. All right. So, Mr. Duval is the name of his dad. His last name is Duval, right? The main, oh, character, the main character in the good version of Scream's TV show, the first two seasons, fuck the third season forever. Her name is Emma What Duval. That's your big time. Ah, uh-huh. it's all I could get. This brown sauce motherfucker was so excited to tell me about his Scream tie-in. That's it. It's a deep cut. It's not. Not it's even a, a little. Cut. That's that okay. is a okay, cut with a fu- no, no, fuck you. I've got a banger joke for you. <laughs> you are cutting with a fucking plastic fork on some play-doh that's 14 days old. That shit cuts deep. Not when it's 14 days old. It cuts <laughs> fucking nothing. You go fuck yourself. Hit me with your garbage. I'm I'm ready to tear you down. <laughs> Moving on. No, 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 no. You had something to say. Okay. The dog's name of the original producer for Scream was also named Dylan. I would have taken that way over a character. Who's going to believe that? I don't give a fuck who believes it. Nobody's talking back to you except for me. (laughs) If somebody wants to DM us at whatever our fucking DM things are. Scarapy Pod. Sure. And tell us that, oh, no, man, his dog's name was fucking Jimmy Jr. <laughs> fucking nail me. Yeah, that's it. Podcast is over. Yeah, fine. Back to the fucking movie. I'd so, rather not. So we meet uh, Mr. Duval, who basically just leads Dylan to the house where we, we meet Mrs. Duval, who says nothing. She, she says hello and then goes yeah, inside. She, she has almost no lines for most of the movie, I feel like. Which is fine. Yeah, she's she's just like classic old French lady. Then we start with the parents interview. Um, Dylan's parents say, uh, Oui, oui, miss your... 
That's it. That's, you got the gist of it. Um, Dylan's parents say that they saw Andre's videos online, and that's why they hired him. Um, they say since the incident, Dylan has been sleepwalking, and it always starts at the spooky time, 3 a.m. The spookiest of times, that's when the devil comes out to pee pee. That's the, the devil's hour, as it were. There's a 70% chance that if you wake up in between the hours of 3 and 4 a.m., somebody's watching. It's definitely Slenderman or fucking nothing, because it's not real. It's Slenderman or Jeff the Killer. <laughs> Jeff the Slender. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings character. <laughs> Jeff the Slender. That's a fucking story I'd read. Mm-hmm. I can't say I can't say read. Because I can't read. So Andre then asks, you know, could it be drugs? Um, and they say, absolutely not. We tell each other everything. That doesn't mean he's not doing drugs. Yeah, like pretty flimsy excuse right here. Doesn't make a lot of sense. But I don't know. They also, at one point, there's a general vibe in this house where they like bathe with this kid. Yeah. Like they got some creepy parent uh-huh. vibes happening. Which and could just it, be the French way. Maybe, I think it's because they're like 95 and have an 18-year-old kid. <laughs> Super weird, where they're just like, I don't remember how World War II was, so get naked, Jimmy, and show me your ding-dong. Um, Andre has been shown around the house. <laughs> sorry, I, I, had, I had to cut away, I'm sorry. I love that your response was just, um, moving on. I, I didn't have any jokes. That was... You've never told a joke on this podcast. Um... I'm reviewing this movie. The movie's the joke. You're just the loser reviewing it. Uh Uh-huh. I'm wearing a fucking jacket with my name sharpied on it. Well, someday you'll be. (laughs) Someday I'll be. Moving on. Um. (laughs) Um, So then Andre's shown around the house, so he knows where to put all his cameras. Uh, Andre has a really cool camera setup. I don't know how you felt. He does, actually. He's got... It's almost like a harness that he puts over his neck and like on his chest where it holds a camera camcorder out in front of him and also there's like a GoPro filming his face. I like so two things about him like one his his equipment is super legit it seems because uh-huh. it, it feels like they're really using it where they are or not I have no idea. Uh, I do have something to say about that after. Alright and then two like they do a lot to make this guy seem legit besides this terrible fashion choice. But, like, him even living in his office makes fucking sense. Yeah. But they do a lot to make this guy seem legit. There's, I think there's one interaction, or it's, like, a long-term interaction I want to hit on later, mm-hmm. that I think they just don't show, but it's a little awkward. I actually but really like, like him. Yeah, but overall, like, he's, he's solid. Yeah. He, he kills it in this movie, and it feels fairly believable. Oh, 100%. I, I agree, yeah. I think... Now, all credit to him. Um, great acting in this movie, I would say. I think he really... They picked the right guy to be the main character. He carries this movie. I mean, and at the same time, neither of us understood what he's saying, so there's a 100% yeah. chance that he fucking nailed it to nothing and we were just reading subtitles really well. <laughs> which I think is not the case because we can't read good. No. Nor speak I, no good. I can't read no good. <laughs> Shit's all fucked up. Um, so... The thing I wanted to say about his setup is it's super unfortunate that they don't use that setup for most of the movie. Yeah. It doesn't come back until the very end. But I'm kind of glad they don't. 
because they use stationary cameras that I think is would make a lot more fucking sense. Yeah, but for the for the scenes where he is filming, I would have loved to see. Yeah, that. they could have done a lot more with it. I don't know. That that's just something that I was like, man, this is super cool concept, and then they kind of just drop it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so he has this that super cool setup. Um, he's taken downstairs to Dylan's room, which is in the basement, and his parents make a point. Uh, which I thought was super weird to be like, Dylan chose this room, like he wanted to be out here. Because um, he likes his privacy. Which, like, if he's like 18, I get it. Like, mom and dad are upstairs, I want to be as far away as possible. I kind of took it as them being like, we didn't put him in the fucking basement. Like, don't. There was a couple of vibes, like, re- real close to after yeah. this that I'll hold off on. Okay. That kind of led towards that with no avail, so I wasn't sure what to think of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it kind of just hit me as, I'm a teenager, I want to be alone to jerk off super loud. <laughs> uh, so, Dylan's room is a fucking uh, catastrophe. Like, shit is everywhere. Not like, teenage boy catastrophe, or like, shit on a plate. Like, and... like earthquake catastrophe. Yeah. Not like, teenage like, boy. There was a bookshelf and somebody just shoved the bookshelf through the ground. Through another bookshelf. Through... <laughs> It's like an, uh, an Aqua Teen episode just explodes when it hits the ground. <laughs> um, his parents said they thought that, well, they, they were woken up one night by what they thought was an earthquake by how loud it was, but they got downstairs to find the room, this fucking nightmare, and Dylan just peacefully asleep on his bed to the point where they had to, like, shake him to wake him up. Like, he was in a deep sleep. He's got the spookies for sure. Um, and I did want to point out that there is a ukulele in his room. Is there really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and like, this movie, the, like, the whole time, I was, I had not seen this, obviously, mm-hmm. so I was expecting, like, there's gonna be a ghost face, or there's a yeah. jump scare coming. Really good, ominous, they linger just enough to be like, okay, there's something coming, where yeah. is it in the background? It's under the bed. And they don't, to a really good no payoff, where it's just like, man, this just made me feel mm-hmm. like a bag of dick. Now, there are a couple of jump scares in the movie. Like, two? There's there's two, and I despise them both. Yeah, uh, I can only think of one for sure, and I did not like it. I can't... I know there's another one, but I can't remember what it was. It, I mean, we'll get we'll, there. We'll get there, yeah. I don't want to say too much about it. Um, and so then he's taken upstairs past a guest room, which the dad says it's locked. Uh, Andre says, well, can we go in? And he, his dad says no, which I thought was going to be a big plot point. It's not. This is, because there's two rooms that are locked. It's it's the guest room and his office. Yeah, and, like, that's exactly what I thought when I was just alluding to a minute ago was, like, kind of when we were talking about his room. Oh, maybe they let, lock him in this basement and mm. there's nefarious shit happening, and that's why. It, it seems like it was thrown in as literally just a red hair to get in the movie. And then we're just like, fuck this fish, I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, even at this point in my notes, I wrote suspicious, because it's like, this looks like, from all horror that we've seen, this means something. Which, they, they do this really well, I think, a few times, where they're just, here's this, nah, fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Also, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. <laughs> That's going to happen a lot. Uh, so then the parents leave, and Andre talks to the Camerons, explains that he cleaned Dylan's room up, hoping that it, it basically pisses the ghost off and makes the ghost fuck the room up again. He literally cleaned and was like, maybe this will make it mad. Yeah. And then he he actually has the same board that was used to summon the ghost. 
um, and he's going to do a seance, hopefully not a subpar one, call back to Demonic um, to talk to the ghost. <laughs> then we, we cut to the initial investigation, which is the seance. Um, there's going to be a lot of jump cuts in this scene. I'm not going to call them out. There's there's a lot. But it, it's basically like the parental activity jump cut where it just cuts to different cameras in the house. And, and that's throughout like the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Anytime. And I'll say, I think for the rest of the part, minus like one or two quick scenes, the entire thing takes place on these cameras. Maybe a couple of yeah. small scenes, but this whole thing, it takes place in this house on these cameras. And I, I guess I'll just say right now, this is pretty much... A French paranormal activity ripoff, uh-huh. but it's done super well in my mind. Uh, lay paranormal activity. <laughs> so Andre starts by sitting on a bathtub in the parents' bathroom, uh, doing an EVP session, and he asks the ghost to turn on the taps in the bathroom. Uh, nothing happens. Pretty suspenseful scene, though. Mm-hmm. Like, again, you're, you're fully ready for something to happen, yep. and really nothing's going on. And so basically, what this movie does really well is it ling- it lingers on silence a lot. Like, Super, uh, Andre, yeah. Andre will That's say a it. line, he'll say a line, and then it'll be like five seconds of silence before they cut to the next shot. And it's like, here it comes, here it comes, just kidding. They're, they're not filling it with noise garbage Americans need. They're just like, you're fucking, I gotta take a drag of my cigarette. What are you waiting <laughs> exactly. on? Exactly. With the fancy little holder. Then he, he goes to another room, asks the ghost if he is mad at Dylan. Uh, then we get a shot of him sitting on the stairs, asking if the ghost is even here. Um, He's just walking around this house asking the ghost questions. Yeah, and then we get a voiceover of him saying it's been three hours since he started the investigation, and nothing's happened. So he, he sets up all of his cameras, then starts using the board. At spooky time, 3 a.m. That's right. Even though he says you're not supposed to do a seance alone yeah. or a Ouija board alone. Seance Ouija board. board. Yeah. yeah. He, interchangeable. Is it Wee Ouija board? He asks if there's a spirit here. We get no reply. Then, I don't know if you caught this, the camera cuts to the parents' bathroom where we hear the, the bathtub room. I did not watch that. No. Yeah. So this is. I thought this comes up later in the movie. It does, which it, but like, this is where it starts. Okay, fair enough. Like, there's a very obvious scene later where it mm-hmm. comes up, but I did not hear that at all, yeah. so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's just the, the shot of the hallway, and you can hear the water running in the bathroom. Oh, interesting, okay. It's like the bathtub filling up. Um, the taps are on. Yeah. So, it, the ghost is doing what he asked it to hours ago. And then, we cut back to Andre using the board, and he asks if the ghost knows Dylan or his parents. We get no reply. And then he says he doesn't even really feel a presence, but he's going to continue. Uh, he he says, I'm going to ask more firmly now. And then he asks, are you here and why did you choose Dylan? And we get a fast forward um, of Andre saying there was no contact, but he felt his presence wasn't wanted in the house. I, I Again, I really like this guy because... He, he takes this as a non-believer stance. Like, he obviously believes, but he's skeptic from anybody, where he's just like, I don't really know if what you're saying is true. I'm going to give you all the reasons to not believe you mm-hmm. until I can only get reasons to believe you or yeah, believe he, in something supernatural. He's not making every noise out to be a spooky Yeah, he, he seems to be very realistic about 
what he's going to find. Yeah. Uh, but I guess he also has the feely feels and then just keeps going. Yeah. So we cut to the next day and we meet Dylan and he just looks fucking exhausted. The kid's got black eyes deeper than the blackest cup of coffee you've ever seen. They do a really good job with this because it definitely, like, you can see it progress and, yeah. like, it gets nutty by the end of it. But this kid, uh, yeah, he has got black bags under yep. his eyes the size of, what, uh, french fries? I don't know, french fries. Frog legs. Um, steak and frites. That's, I think, just fries. Steak is universal. Steak and fries. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> I understood your French terms. It's, it's Red Robin steak fries. Ooh. Yum. I, uh... <laughs> Is this going to go into a long-winded story about Red Robin? Not anymore, it's not. <laughs> DM me for details. I got them Red Robin hits. You can ask for an order of fries before you get your food. Just saying. So Dylan... Please Dylan, give me money, Red Robin. Shut up. <laughs> oh my god. God damn it. My favorite thing to do is interrupt you when you start talking. So angry. <laughs> Turn the black eyes red, buddy. Dylan's eyes wander as Andre talks to him. And then Andre says, Alright, fuck this. I'm just going to play the video. See if Dylan will react. Where is he talking to him? Do you know? It's in their living room. Is it? Yeah. Okay, because it seems like... I don't know, I, I guess I couldn't pick out quite where they were. Yeah, it's definitely in their living room. Was it just a weird shot or something? Or might It's, it's from the, the coffee table towards, like, the corner of the couch. It is in the same spot? Yep. Wow, because that's where he has to see... <laughs> Banger <laughs> audio! Oh, that felt so good. <laughs> a moment of silence. Beautiful. Um... <laughs> uh... <laughs> That was, that was great. That was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I can't pick it up, man. So it's in the corner where you have the seizure. It is in the same spot. Yeah. I remember being outside for some reason. I only watched this movie once, to be fair, because I, I couldn't read for very I, long. I've seen this movie a handful of times. I, I, be, I believe you. Yeah. I just, I'm, I can't stop thinking about that sneeze. <laughs> so, um... Andre starts to play the video of when Dylan has a seizure, and he basically makes Dylan watch. Um, but as soon as we hear the footage uh, start to turn to when Dylan starts seizing, he closes his eyes. Yeah. Uh, which is a great subtle shot, because they don't even say anything. I was like going to super subtle, because if you're just... Not not watching the movie, but if you're if you're looking at Andre or like mm -hmm. waiting for something to happen... They don't tell you, they don't allude to it, nothing, that yeah. he's closed his eyes. It just happens. They, they don't, like, do any of the typical American, like, zoom in on, yeah. on what's happening. The scene stays exactly the same, which I really like, because it's, it's one person with this camera, and he's not yeah. holding it. And they, they're really good about keeping that realism, where it's not getting zoomed in, like, who the fuck's on this camera? <laughs> and for the most part, this movie is all long shots, like, it's yeah. not super cutty, which I really like. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, cinematography in this movie, I, I feel like they killed it. Mm -hmm. Which is, I, I don't know how many French movies you've watched. I, I love to watch foreign films. It's a very common thing in French movies. They really like to focus on camera work. Uh, and it shows in, in movies like this, where the budget's obviously not super high, but they still care. 
Yeah, I mean, they spent most of the money on this guy's ripped up jeans. I ha- Oh, I forgot to tell about this. His outfit for the rest of the movie remains the same. It does. It's a different outfit. It's uh, blue, blue ripped jeans yep. with a bright red t-shirt and a leather jacket. Yep. The, the jacket comes on and off to show this guy's banging body. <laughs> That's about it. Okay, so let's get back to what's actually happening. I want to talk about his dreamy eyes. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> um, so Andre stops the video and he says, I'm, I'm only here to help you. Uh, Dylan doesn't reply. Then he says, you know, Dylan, do you remember what spirit you guys summoned? And then Dylan gives like a slight smile. Um, before Andre gets up to, to end the footage. And while he gets up, we see under his arm, Dylan turns and looks at the camera. Yeah. Again, super subtle stuff. Nothing alluded to on yeah. it. It's just like, in a first watch, you're not going to catch most of these things. It's really going to be, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like on a second, third watch, like, damn, I didn't catch that in the first one. Yeah, and that that's what I really like about... Uh, doing this podcast in particular is having to rewatch these scenes and pay mo- uh, closer attention, being being able to kind of dissect what's actually happening. Uh, not that we really dive deep into what's actually <laughs> happening. We are surface level at best. Yeah, but like I don't know. I think we pay semi better attention than than we would normally, like in a theater. Doctor Brown Sauce pays excellent attention. Thank you. It took me five hours to watch this movie. God damn it! I um, understand your life. <laughs> I think this is a good spot to call Act 1 done. Um, we're actually going to do the acts for this movie, unlike Demonic. Demonic was one act, and it was all bad. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the treat of the week. That's going to be over on our TikTok, just like last week. I'm thinking that's going to be where we put it from now on. Always. Go over to our TikTok, at Pod to see this week's treat of the week. Back to you. It's terrible, it's creamy, and... I hope you hate it. All right, act two starts with night one. And we specifically start at 3.12 a.m. As always. Um, Dylan is sleepwalking and the camera outside of his room glitches, giving me unfriended flashbacks. Yeah, I will say they do a lot of these glitchy cameras, and I don't like it's it. It's pretty much every time he walks by one of the stationary cams. Yeah. Which I get, it's like, oh, he's a ghost. I get what they're trying, yeah, like, they're alluding to it, but at the, like, at the, any point in the movie, it's like, you just didn't need it. Yeah. And then he goes from the hallway back into his room, and we don't see him for a moment. This is where we get the first jump scare, which Fucking horrible. Uh, I hated it. I did too, I was so um, mad. Dylan pops up in front of the camera in his room, which is, like, up in the corner. Um, and he basically just stares into it and repeats Andre over and over. Oh, for, like, I don't know, it's, like, maybe ten seconds at yeah. most. Not very but like, long, but... It's super dumb. Yeah, it's a bad scene. And, again, the jump scare is really bad for yeah, no like, reason. You have the footage of him walking into the room. Right. And it doesn't show it. It, it doesn't show it, and... That just means he laid on the floor and then stood up just to be a spook. Yeah. And I don't get it. Then we, after this, we cut to night four at 3 a.m. I do like that this is not like a one it's every two. night. Yeah. yeah. I really like that. Like, it's just like, God damn it, this is happening so often. Here's just the highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's pretty much what it is. It's a highlight reel. Um. At 3 a.m., Dylan does a great Undertaker impression and sits up in his bed. I um, really didn't 
like that scene, actually. Because really? I don't know why he was sitting at the edge of his bed. That's not this. this that's another time when he does it. Is it? Yeah. Oh, this yeah. Is when he's, he's actually yeah. asleep under the covers. And just and he hammers up. Strong yeah. sits up. He's fucking... Uh, yeah, alright. He just got a sweet chin music and kicked at it, too. <laughs> Fuck, nobody's ever done that. It's 1982. <laughs> um, so he gets up and walks upstairs to the second floor where he enters his parents' room and stands at their bed for, like, five seconds before he starts screaming um, what sounds like the name Elizabeth at his parents. Um, and then we get a shot of them basically, like, guiding him back to his room while he's still screaming. Yeah, I didn't, I don't know if that, like, it was a language barrier thing. I didn't get the scene other than this kid's just screaming at his parents. Uh, so he, I I guess I'll say right now, he is screaming the name Elizabeth. Is it Elizabeth? That's what I wasn't sure if it was supposed to mean something else. I didn't quite get that Yeah, he's just screaming the name Elizabeth, and that comes in much later, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so so then his parents call Andre... Uh, who is seen sleeping on the couch in a studio. <laughs> which, every time they call him, which is multiple times, it's the same thing. He's always asleep. He answers the phone and he goes, okay, I'm on my way. Yep. Um, you can just pretty much copy-paste that scene into any phone call. Yeah, so he, he basically races back over to Dylan's house. Dylan's back in bed and their power's out now. Um, which they ju- they only say by word service, or lip service. Yeah. Because the cameras, you can't tell... Um, on the cameras very well. Like, I think it's just because the camera has a, like a light on it. Right, right. So the cameras look pretty much the same anytime. Like there's another time where it comes up really prevalently. Yeah. Uh, so they have to just like lip service. I feel like that line. It's like okay, this is weird. One thing I forgot to mention that I really like is the the stationary cameras are filmed with like IR lighting so it has a purple tint to it as opposed to Andre's camera which is just regular yeah um they do have different light like one is purple one's like a pinkish color and one's almost like a purple blue it just depends on the lighting in the room is that what it is yeah. I, I I wasn't sure if they did it on purpose to like differentiate I thought I it was really so. weird no I think it's just lighting in the area the only camera I use is on my phone and that's usually not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> so, um, Dylan's back in bed. Andre gets into the room and finds that he has blood streaming from his nose and is just constantly mumbling to himself. Uh, Andre tells Dylan's dad to call a doctor, and he like kind of jumps on top of Dylan and like starts cleaning the blood off his nose. Then they get like forehead to forehead and stare into each other's eyes. This is when it start like I kind of alluded to it earlier, and this is where it, like we get they have this like super close bond through the rest of the movie. Yeah, that's never very well explained. Like obviously they're spending time together outside of this, but Dylan's like catatonic. Mm-hmm. You never see him more than what you did originally. I think it's honestly trying just trying to show that Andre actually cares. I agree with that, but, like, they jumped straight into it. Yeah. Like, if they had done it at the end of the movie or towards the end, it would have made more sense. But they do it right... Like, this is, like, <laughs> day four, was it? Yeah, night four. Night four. And he's instantly just like, I love this kid. Yeah. I'd do anything to win the Pee Wee Champion Cup. <laughs> and so they're, they're staring into each other's eyes as the camera fades to black. Then we get footage of the next day. Andre is reviewing the footage of that night with a medium. Um, and says that when he looked into Dylan's eyes, he went blank as Careless Whisper begins to play in the background. Um, 
Fucking keep going. No, no, no. You need background, going. baby. Okay. So then the medium holds a pendulum over a picture of Dylan. The picture of Dylan staring into the camera um, and, say, and says she can't feel his energy. It's like there's no soul attached to the picture. She um, also uses the same pendulum for deodorant because she's fucking crazy. <laughs> Fuck you and your crystals. Uh-huh. Moving on. Uh, the medium recommends a priest named Father Tameo, who specializes in exorcism, and then she warns Andre that Dylan has a hold on him, and uh, that's not good. Now, if she's a medium, yeah. would you say he's like a large or a supersized me? <sighs> Supernatural spookies, this guy kills it. Get off my podcast. <laughs> Get me McDonald's. <laughs> you got me Chick-fil-A. But... That's right. Up to night eight at 9:38 p.m. Um, Dylan's mom is making food, and his dad goes to work. I'm really confused at what this guy does for a living because he goes to work at like 8 p.m. He's going to the fucking club. I guess he has a briefcase. I guess he's making it rain. He's a drug dealer. Ooh, you like drugs? Um, Do you want some weed that's up my nose? <laughs> Shout out Zach's sister. I didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this guy hates Billy Joel! Damn. You need to keep going. <laughs> um, so Dylan's mom goes to Dylan's room, and he's sat up in bed just staring into a mirror. Uh, she sits next to him and tries to get him to open up, but he just kind of turns away from her. Um, I really liked this scene. I thought it was great acting from the mother and like honestly made me a little sad when I watched it. Like, credit to her for being, just putting putting real emotion into the scene, it felt like. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was just when I was watching this, I was tired and easily emotional. I guess, I didn't feel it at all. Really? Like, it seems super forced to me. Really? I really enjoyed this scene. I felt like it could have been really good, but this lady is just like, poorly coddling her kid again who she clearly bathes with a <laughs> towel nightly um so she she leaves the room after he turns away then he goes back to staring at the mirror then we see two hours later dylan hasn't moved and his mom goes to bed for some reason with the door open fuck that yeah there's a lot of times where this like they, the parents just go to bed with this psycho kid downstairs it's like absolutely yeah, I'm gonna tie this kid to a bed uh-huh. when I go to bed. Yeah, I'm putting like bells on his fucking neck. I'm putting a hurt on, putting I'm a hurt on Bingo. Putting hard. a bullet in his head. That's aggressive. <laughs> the aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> Banger out of you. Um, why you gotta Why you gotta throw some shade at me like that? <laughs> Be aggressive is my thing. <laughs> then we cut. Banger out of you. Oh, he gonna, hates it so I'm much. I'm gonna hit you with my book tonight. Do it. Hit me with your Guardians of the Galaxy book. <laughs> uh, we got to 3.17 a.m. that night. We're Volume just... 2, baby! You need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut it down. We cut to 3.17 a.m. where Dylan is now running all around the house. Um, and at one point he's outside. 
I actually really like he, like he's actually running. He's booking he's, it. It's like I wouldn't all. say sprinting. No, he's but running. he's running and he's all fucking the creeper hunched over yeah. gunning it. Yeah. And so he's he's outside for a second, comes back in, runs upstairs to mom's room, uh, runs right back out. Then her light turns itself on, uh, and she follows him downstairs to investigate, finds him sitting back in bed. Just, um, uh, he, he spends a lot of time on the corner of his bed just staring at this. Was it at the mirror? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't know if it was a mirror or just a wall. Yeah, was that... I, I think it was a mirror. I'm like 90% sure. I'm not, so I'll take your word for it, but like, most of the time when you see this kid, he's just staring at this in the same spot. Don't take my word. I'm a pathological liar. I can't read French. <laughs> so he... She goes down to his room, and he stands up and stares at her before starting to walk towards her as she runs away. Um, uh, like, scuttles away is at best. Yeah. This lady can't move her. Yeah. Older lady. Yeah. Told um, you. She's like 90. I don't like this scene, let's say. Your flashlight just go on. I don't know. That fucking hurt. <laughs> right in my eyes. <laughs> His weakness is light, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, you got me saying, ladies and gentlemen. I hate when you say that. <laughs> It's my tribute to Small Town Murder. I do love that podcast. Okay, we need to get back on track. Why? We're, we're, we're like, way more interesting than this piece of shit. We're sidebarring almost as much as Phoenix forgot. My bad, alright, hit me. So he... Alright. <laughs> so he... He walks after her upstairs, uh, and she is trying to unlock the doors... What are you doing? Why don't you keep reading the story? You're the one who's worried about it so much. You just took my drink. Well, you're not drinking it, and you should be talking, so... Whose fault is it, really? Alright. Nobody else heard a goddamn so, thing. She she tries to go out the front door, but the door won't open. Um, so she goes to the living room. Then Dylan gets upstairs, and we see his eye looks a little weird. Um, in the camera, but he kind of turns away before we notice anything. Right. Um, Super good scene, actually, right there. And in, in this whole scene, he's chasing her at speeds rivaling the great Michael Myers. A hundred percent. He's just walking around this house, mm -hmm. and because she's a thousand, she can't move any faster. And, and this scene has a super good, ominous soundtrack. It does. Uh, just as he's following her, that really, really helps the tone. Um, and we, we see that the reason he was running around outside is because he was locking all the doors from the outside so she can't leave. Mm -hmm. Which I don't know how he did, but he did it. I, I got like a paranormal uh, feeling after that. Like, not that he was locking from the outside, but like, he was he was just, he was on the runs for a minute figuring out like, oh shit, all right, that's the door that goes outside. Gotcha. That's what this door does. He was, Let's see what, yeah, he's he was scouting around. Spirit locking. I guess. Um, well, because like later on it comes in like he could, keep doors locked, I mm -hmm. guess. Uh, but I do want to hit, like, this scene's almost perfect. It's probably the worst scene to me in the movie, only wow. because of the mom. He kills it, the scene is super good, but she undersells the fuck out of it. And I, I don't know why, because there's no real audio, hmm. it's just visual, but she just doesn't look like she's being, like, she looks scared-ish, but if this was happening and it's your kid be freaking the fuck out. I don't know. I liked it. I mean, I, I, I think guess the scene I, is really good. I, I, guess I, I think her acting did not hit it for me. That's fair. Um, so then she she runs back up to her room 
and locks the door like she should have done in the first place. Uh, she she calls Andre, and he is Andre on his way over. Andre arrives, and, and Mrs. Duval says, his eyes are black and bleeding. Which we didn't see that they were bleeding, but it, they, they, do touch, they touch on that later. Yeah. Which are really I do too, because I was really pissed at that scene yep. and another one coming up. But when they explained it, I was like, holy shit, uh-huh. this was super good. Really good. So, Andre rushes downstairs and asks Dylan what happened. Uh, he's sitting back where he was before. Dylan replies, uh, what do I you done mean? I shit in myself. <laughs> D- Dylan actually responds to Andre. This is the first time. I think it's the first time he talks, yep. minus the video. Yeah. And he said, he said what do you mean? Um, I haven't left my room all night. And Andre goes to leave, and Dylan says, Hey, Andre, come back soon, please. Uh, which I guess is showing more of their bond. That I guess that is probably the weak point in the movie for me, is their bond kind of just pops up out of nowhere. Uh, again, um, like that's what I felt like the whole time. I guess, if anything, it's explained by the scene that we talked about before, where they looked into each other's eyes and went blank. It's kind of like the, the ghost has bonded them. I guess, but again, it felt really forced, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there was not a good enough explanation on it. Which, but in, 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 in a, that's just my opinion. In a decent movie, I think we can let that slide for the most part. Obviously going to make fun of it, because that's what Zach does. Uh-huh. But I actually liked this movie, so <laughs> this is what I do in the movies I like. So then we, we cut to Father Tomeo's intro scene. Andre arrives at a church. Father and, Tomato, got it. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I think of every time I read his name. I assume he's Italian. Shut up. I'm not. I'm not yes anything that fucking joke. Well, that's fair. But he essentially has a mustache, and he's Doctor Mario. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck you. You get that. <laughs> Andre shows Tomato footage of the previous nights, and he says that uh, he has to meet him. Tomeo tells a story that a few years ago he performed an insane exorcism on a little girl and he wants to contact a bishop to help them. That never goes anywhere. There's no bishop in this movie. It doesn't. Also, super weird. You got a priest and little kids. Multiple of them? Don't mess with that shit. <laughs> also not a fan of the Catholic Church. <laughs> okay. Cut to night 13 at 3.46 a.m. Andre goes to Dylan's house after Mr. Duval calls him worried. He's led upstairs and we see the parents' room has been trashed, and then the footage cuts back to 3 a.m. that night. I didn't get, well, first off, flashback. <laughs> really bad, and I didn't get it, because it's like the only one in the movie, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I don't know why they did it. There was, I don't think any advantage or disadvantage even to doing it. It just happened. I don't know why. Yeah. I think um, other than the show, like, this is still a show mm-hmm. or an investigation being recorded. I couldn't figure it out. It, it bothered me because it, it really took me out of the moment again. Which is, like, there's a couple of times where they yeah. do that where if they just hadn't, it would have flowed, I think, a lot better. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree with that. I think if they would have just shown it in chronological order, it would have went a lot better. That's the first time he's ever agreed with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we cut back to 3 a.m. that night, where Dylan is seen sleepwalking again. He walks into the kitchen and grabs a knife before going upstairs. Dabs, dabs. Uh, he enters the parents' room and starts to just obliterate his own arm. Like, let's let's roll back for, like, a quick second on that scene, because... 
hundred percent. You're like, oh, this kid's going to murder town because uh-huh. they linger on him grabbing the knife. They linger on him being he, like he goes to the mom side. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and standing at the bed, and just like we're, same same style when he starts yelling Elizabeth. It's like, oh, this kid, this shit's about to go down. And then nope, he walks to the closet mirror, and then yeah, he slashes open his arm, and then uh, from what we see, it looks like he's just like palming the mirror. Um, you don't even see a slash, like to be honest. Yeah, we don't. We don't. You don't really know what what's going on. Yeah, it's just we, like we don't see blood. It's uh, like a we'll cat chasing a bug, like just hitting that mirror really good. Like God damn it, beans. <laughs> but yeah, we we don't see any blood or anything, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, then he he falls down to the floor screaming, obviously. Then an ambulance is called, picks him up, and they take him away. Um, Andre comes back the next day, and he's taken to the parents' room. Um, and then we see that there's actually a huge puddle of blood on the ground uh, where Dylan was laying. And, yes, metal. Um, <laughs> Zach was doing the, the, the devil horns. Um, Banger audio visuals again. I, we need a camera. We gotta, we, we gotta you do need to whole, ignore me is the real I thing. I can't ignore you because you're so animated. It's true. You touched my foot. It was super hot. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, there's a huge puddle of blood on the floor. And we see that Dylan wrote, We are the masters of the world in German on the mirror in blood. Now, I know what you're all thinking. German masters? Clearly French propaganda. This is bullshit. <laughs> Do not believe they're French garbage. And uh, this is when they explain that um, blood can't be picked up on the IR cameras, which is why we couldn't see that Dylan's eyes were bleeding before. Super good scene, actually. Right. Love it. Because it really is super impactful on the blood that is showed, mm-hmm. and it's like, holy shit, what else am I missing? Cause Perfect explanation, it, too. It does, and it really, again, puts you in that moment of like, god damn, like, you just don't see everything. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I really enjoyed the the night skips, obviously, and, like, being like, well, if, if this is what was shown, what wasn't shown. Right, because you know other things, like, they allude very much to other things mm-hmm. that are happening. These are just, again, it's kind of the highlight reel yeah, of the, it. Yes, the most severe. Yeah. Alright, and this is where we get that, uh, one of the, the two twists of the movie. The ghost is German. Uh, the Germans. Which I really enjoyed. I did just, not. I actually hated this. Really, I just like, love how wacky it is. I they, mean... It's not fully explained yet, but once we get to it more later on, I really love it. I mean, maybe... I got it right away, and I was like, there's no way this is true. Oh, yeah. So I guess I don't want to just spoil it for anyone no, no, that no, no, doesn't no. realize 100% what's happening. But at that point, I was like, this is a joke. There's no way this is real. And then... And then it happens later. Yeah. Um, Take but, me to spook town. But that's for later. Right now, we go to the hospital where Andre visits Dylan, uh, and he says he doesn't remember what happened, but he heard the hospital psychiatrist talking about uh, how he might be schizophrenic. Um, 
explain away the problems, baby. Yeah. And then Dylan pleads with Andre to not let him get put in a menstrual institute. And Andre says... Menstrual? Did I say menstrual? Menstrual is what I think what you're trying oh, to go for. I'm sorry. Mental institute. Menstrual... Stration. <laughs> what a banger joke. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> Mental institute. And then Andre says he's not going to let that happen. Then we cut to night 23. This is where the bonding should have formed like, mm-hmm. after this scene. Yeah. They just peaked it too early. Yeah. Um, it definitely should have started while they were in the hospital and just expanded from there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we cut out to night 23, all the way back from, I, I think it was night 14. Let me verify. Yeah, yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah, night 14, and Dylan is now home in bed. Cut to night 25. Boom! Um, I wrote in all caps, you fucker, because we get the second jump scare of the movie, which is the exact same as the first. Uh, loud noise to Dylan staring directly into the camera. Uh, and he's yelling for Andre over and over, saying, Andre, Andre, come in. It's, yeah, it's the same scene, just louder. And he, he's yelling, Andre, come in. Yeah. Uh, which, that'll be explained in a little bit. Got if you don't get it by now. Uh, then we cut to the priest outside blessing himself. Um, it's a Norway. I wrote gong uh, because <laughs> Dylan Undertaker sits up in bed again. This is when he's so on this the is edge. yeah he's sitting at the edge of the bed like yeah. legs like this like it was a planned scene. Of, yeah. Okay, now sit up real quick. Yeah, like, it, it just didn't feel good to me, and it's super quick, mm-hmm. but I, it definitely stuck out in my head. Yeah, and then they enter the house. And Andre goes to Dylan's room and says, Hey, uh, there's someone I want you to meet. This is Father Tomeo. Um, and Tomeo's, you know, does his priest thing. He goes, So, uh, what's your name? Is your name Dylan? And Dylan looks at Andre and says, Hey, can you please get this guy out? Um, like, Tomeo. the only time he really communicates verbally is to Andre. Yeah. Through the entire movie at yeah. this point. Actually, that's, yeah. Wow, I don't think he talks to anyone besides Andre. I didn't even he know that. He gives a couple of one-off lines just like he does to his friends that they allude to. Uh-huh. But the only one he has, like, full sentences and almost conversations with is Andre. He's yeah. only talking to Andre. The rest is all, like, quick quips or bits or yeah. whatever. That's it. And so Tomeo asks again if Dylan is his name. Uh, and Dylan says, yeah, my name is Dylan. Super annoyed, though, like, I don't want this fucking guy here. My name's Dylan. It, it, it almost seems smug to me, is the mm-hmm. vibe I got. That's right. He's like, yeah, I'm fucking Dylan. Get out of here. Yeah. Are you are you satisfied with this answer? And then Tomeo says, okay, now, uh, Dylan, repeat after me, and starts praying. Uh, Dylan frantically starts begging to Andre. Instantly. Uh, he he turns, goes straight turns, into this. Uh, Andre, my, my friend, get him out. One thing I wanted to note here, he's not speaking French. He's speaking Romanian. Which they do bring up. I definitely did not notice the change. And I don't believe they subtitle that. I'm pretty sure it's just him talking and you don't really... Like, you can see him pleading, but you don't understand what it is. If you don't speak fucking Romanian. They don't say in the subtitles that he's speaking Romanian. They just subtitle what he's saying. Do they subtitle it? I couldn't remember. Yeah, so he's saying, like, Andre, my friend, my, my friend Andre... Get him out of yeah, here. that's right. Okay, please, yeah. please, my friend, my friend, my friend. He says my friend a lot. 
Um, he's pleading with him, and mm-hmm. again, it, it seems kind of forced, but you've been given this they have a bond thing, mm-hmm. so it almost, like, it doesn't seem unbelievable. And I think this is a point uh, that they, they kind of try to play on later that's never addressed too much, is that this is clearly the ghost kind of manipulating or trying to manipulate their bond to be like, if I can pull on his heartstrings a little bit, I can get the priest out, and then I can continue to live, continue to do what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, they don't allude to it directly, but it's like, pretty obvious, yeah. like, Especially once you know what happens at the end of the movie, that, yeah, he's just playing this guy and trying to use him to get to his benefit, essentially. And so, uh, Tameo keeps praying, then Dylan just stands up, uh, breaks the, like, prayer hands that Tameo has, spits in his face, and then tackles him to the wall and starts choking him. Super good, actually. Super quick, super out of nowhere. Uh, it's not like... It almost I, seems like it wasn't scripted. He was yeah. like, just fuck with this guy. And he just, she's like, I'm going to choke his ass out. I keep almost saying, and I, I don't want to say this because it sounds pretentious and film critic-y. They don't do the American thing where they have, like, the music build and then he jumps up. It's just no music. He just stands up, does it really quick. That's a legit, like, review, like, yeah. for us where we're so used to, oh, this is happening. They're yeah. building to this. This is ha- None of that. It's just like, eh, fuck it. You go at him. You figure it out. That's how the, fights happen. Normally it's the violins that... <laughs> and then jump scare. But this just happens just like just like that. That's right. Um, Super good. Mm-hmm. And so Andre puts the camera down, pulls Dylan off of him, uh, like tackles him onto the bed while... And it's a struggle. Like, there's no... I'm gonna hold you down. It's... Yeah. Like, these guys are mm-hmm. going at each other almost. And, and Dylan's screaming to the to Tameo, you know, I'm, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Uh, he actually at one point picks Andre up and throws him to the ground. Then Andre gets up and tackles him back onto the bed. He does, yeah. Ma- makes Tameo leave. And then Dylan, like, kind of passes out on his bed. Yeah, Andre's got him down finally, like, pinned down mm-hmm. enough to where he can't get to him, he's and he's like, get, he's telling the priest yeah. just to get the fuck out of here. Yes, he tell him, like, the priest just stands there. Yeah, like he's just he, watching this whole thing He has happen. to tell him a couple times, get out. Yeah, fuck off, man. Yeah, and then um, we get a voiceover of Andre saying, at this point, we're convinced that Dylan is possessed. Uh, he spoke perfect Romanian, which he wouldn't know. We also find out that Andre's Romanian in this scene. Right. Which, which, which is a little bit more like, oh, so the ghost is fucking with him. Yeah. Um, Super good, like, minor detail they really don't hit very hard, but it's really good. Um, I don't like, because here at the same time they say he has superhuman strength. Yeah. I don't see, like, I watched that scene and it did not seem like he picked him up and threw him. It just looked like he pushed him, which is probably what actually happened in the scene Mm -hmm. where it was like, yeah, just, you know, throw him off and he oversold it just like a sweet chin music. You know, he... By God! By God! It was a slobber knocker! <laughs> Buy some barbecue sauce! Shout out JR, man. Fuck JR. Uh, yeah, like, I didn't get that. I didn't like that line at all, because it didn't feel like that to me at all for any reason. Sure. But I liked the rest of it. Yeah. It was a really good scene. And so he says, you know, at this point, we, we are sure that Dylan's possessed, but who is he possessed by? Bum, bum, bum. And then we cut to night 30 at 3.46 a.m. And Andre has 
moved into the next step of his investigation, which is to sleep in the fucking house. Yep. Which he, he's now sleeping on the couch in Dylan's living room. Damn it! I wanted to get into that before you hit it. He went from sleeping on a couch in his shitty office to sleeping on the couch of some rich people's ass. This man loves couches. He does. He is a couch sleeping fool, and he sleeps in his clothes all day. If you get this man a futon, he will do everything for a futon, and he's like a Scooby-Doo character. He does not change his outfit. No. He's in the same outfit as we mentioned before with the leather jacket. Like, the the entire time. Maybe he's got other skin-tight pants. There's no way he's changing them. (laughs) Um, then we cut to Dylan's room, and he's standing fully dressed in a uniform with his hair slicked back, and, uh, he, 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 um, he starts yelling Heil Hitler and, and doing a Nazi salute. Yeah, let's get to it. He's, he's a Nazi. He's a Nazi. He's straight dressed up like Hitler Youth. Which you see instantly uh, before he does anything, like, it feels very Nazi-ish. And then he just straight goes into it. What I want to know is because he has an actual Nazi uniform, like with the patch on the left arm. Where the fuck did he is get that? Is it a that? full patch? Like I, he it's has something arm, on his arm. Yeah. Is it? Does it actually have a swastika on it? We don't see that, but that's what their uniforms look like. Right. I got that, but it seemed like I like. I was not sure because the rest is just fucking cat, long khakis and a blue tee. Man looks like he's in the JROTC. Is what it is. Yeah, but those, for, those are definitely Hitler. letters. Maybe French letters, I'm not sure what they mean. Uh, so yeah, he's straight yelling, Heil Hitler, full Nazi salute. Um, and he's like walking around the house Nazi saluting. He's just having a gay old time. I actually, I can't wait to, to say this next part, because I actually laughed out loud. It was really um, good. So he makes his way upstairs to Andre, who's asleep on the couch, strikes a full fucking power Nazi salute. And Andre's still asleep. Uh-huh. And then he just turns around and leaves. He goes back to bed. Yep. Uh, Nailed it. I get it. Sometimes you get a little Nazi. I... Such a weird turn. This whole scene is actually... I actually don't love it, to be fair. Like, Really? It is. I love it not for the rest of the movie. I love it for the fact that they're like, eh, fuck it, he's a Nazi ghost. It's like a comedic scene. It is. It which doesn't... obviously, nothing about the Nazis is funny, but they... Can I explain my thoughts on racism to you? It's really quick, I promise. I... Too bad. Racism is actually hilarious to me, because it is so fucking ridiculous that you hate somebody... Like, I hate everybody for no reason, yeah. but these guys are just like, I hate you because you're skin, and yeah. I'm better than you than that, yeah. when all of these fucking racist assholes live in the shittiest things of, like, these guys build white trash, single white homes. Okay, I thought you were gonna have a really shitty take, and I was super nervous. No, like, okay. I have very strong feelings on this, because it just blows my mind but people yeah, are like racism, racism is... isn't funny it is the funniest thing it's because just, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. stupid there is no reason why it have why it exists and there's no good reason why anybody believes mm-hmm. in it other than they fuck their cousin so you've heard it here first therapy is anti-racism pro fucking your cousin sweet home <laughs> <Alabama>. <laughs> 
that's not that song, but no. Is that Electric Avenue? Ah, uh, ooh, I did. You never down to Electric Avenue. Banger on it. That for sure beats the mic. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. All right, so back, back, to, back to the movie. Uh, Andre wakes up after hearing Dylan in his room yelling, and then he goes to investigate. Uh, basically, what Dylan is yelling is, Come in, Andre. Andre, come in. Heil Hitler, come in. Same shit, getting real into the Nazi yeah. stuff. Andre enters the, the room to see Dylan in full Nazi salute staring at him. Uh, then Dylan grabs Andre by the throat and says, Son of a whore, I'll kill you like a dog, before slamming him into the wall, and Andre passes out. Which really, I guess, alludes to, like, he's been playing him the whole time. Because, yeah. okay, now we know there's a, something going on. We assume supernatural... supernatural Wee wee board, it's a ghost. Wee wee. Wee wee. Uh, but this whole bond between these two characters has just been to help pseudo drink Dylan. <laughs> I don't know what that horn was that just happened. I think a train just passed. But they. It, it's kind of the only, not the only, but the. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, fuck it. End of thought. You fucking figure it out. I'm so sorry. No, it's my favorite thought. Um. So Andre gets. <laughs> Every time you say Andre, by the way, I think of Andre three thousand, and then I think about semi pro, and then I think about coffee black. It's just really hard for me not to roll my R's when I say Andre. Because it just sounds funnier. Andre? Andre. Back to the episode. Pass. Um, so Andre walks upstairs a couple seconds later in a full trance. Um, and I guess I, I kind of missed this at first, but now that I'm thinking about it, it totally happened. When Before uh, Dylan went to choke Andre, he scratched his face, like both sides of his face. Um, that seems that actually really good. The, I guess we really glazed over it. The end yeah. of the choking, like... He, he does the scratch, and then uh, he just goes into this trance, mm-hmm. where he, and then he goes back upstairs, and he just goes and lays down. Yeah, he goes back right to back bed. to bed. Really um, good, because mm-hmm. he just, it's not like zombie trance, I'm walking up the stairs, very obvious. It's, oh fuck, what am I doing? And then just kind of saunters back on like nothing happened. Well, yeah, he's super casual. He's walking upstairs and he's got his camera, but he's just like dangling yeah. at his side. He's not filming. He's not. Exactly. Um, like nothing's happened. He's just, all right, bedtime again. I don't know why I was up. Yeah, and then we cut to morning where Andre wakes up with uh, blood and the scratch marks on both sides of his face. As a voiceover says, uh, he has no memory of that happening. And uh, if the spirit can mark him, it can kill him. Fade which I think we glazed over earlier in the media for our sweet super size me joke that he does not he didn't remember when he like yeah. made eye contact the very first time with them. Yeah, he's like I don't remember this moment at all. It's just a haze, mm-hmm. and now we've got it again, but a way larger extent. Yeah, on not, camera. not only did they stare into each other's eyes, he got attacked. Right. And no memory wakes up, and he's got three very prominent scars. On like, these both are sides some, of the scars. Yeah, super bloody, and they're there the rest of the movie, like, scabbed up. I actually uh, thought this was really funny because the next scene is Andre sitting in the kitchen with uh, Dylan's parents with just 
still fully open. Like, he hasn't even tried to clean it. Super weird. Like, that was very much a booby thing. Yeah. Instead of, like, what the fuck? Like, I would put some bandages over my face. Literally anything. But he's just got six exposed wounds. He wasn't even like, I'm gonna make some breakfast, put some eggs on this. Nothing. Man, the grease will coagulate. Coagulate's French, I think. I don't know about enough about stars to argue with you. What a callback. I guess. <laughs> That's like episode one. <laughs> Look, most of the things I say are all the same, so you fucking deal with it. It's true. You are just a soundboard that I have set up it's to a computer. very much the thing. So you're a soundboard and I'm a plant. <laughs> soundboard the plant. I'd, I'd watch that. Is this in between two ferns? I do like Zach Galifianakis. Galifianakis. Uh, so he, he sits down with the parents and says, uh, you guys can't be home tonight because we're going to do the exorcism. Shit's happening. Yeah. It's going down. And uh, good point to call Act 2 done. Act 3, we'll start with the exorcism. Oh, baby. streetlights, walking to the house, takes his fedora off, does the, the, the cross over his chest, and then walks in. Hate it because it's just so really? odd. It's not done poorly or in any way. I just hate that just like, hey, yeah, it's an exorcism, so... I, I the like fucking that it's, exorcist. It's, I'm pretty sure a shot-for-shot shot remake. I'm certain. He, they, he even has a briefcase. Well, they come back to that streetlight a couple of times. I don't know. I wasn't into it, but I'm a cynical asshole. I, I thought it was more funny than good. Because it's like, wow, you're doing the fucking exorcist? <laughs> like, I bet if it turns out if we watch this movie, it's, everything's just scene-for-scene scene remakes of other movies. I like that. I, I think that'd be, that'd be that's a fun, just scary movie. That'd be a fun concept. It's not scary movie. Watch scary they, movie. Again. They make fun of Eight Mile and scary movie. Yeah, it's a, that's a movie you could shot for shot that Clarence was in it. Anyway, Mom Spaghetti. Dylan is laid out. <laughs> I I'm no butting you this whole episode. Um, <laughs> I got no butt. It's good. Dylan is laid out on his bed as the priest prepares for the. Ritual. He's tied up at this point, right? Not yet. Oh, my bad. Um, Ignore so, that. Ignore me! Yeah, that never happened. Uh, so Andre tells Dylan it's going to be all right, and then immediately after that, ties him down. There we go. Nailed it. You're going to be fine. Zip! <laughs> and by zip, it's very loosely tied. It's just I don't even know what he ties him with, to be honest. BDSM handcuffs. It seems like it's really just like they ripped up... Uh, like some sheets yeah. and we're like yeah this will be a good tie down uh -huh. but he's got full range in his arms because it's not a body tie down it's just his wrists it, it's wrists and ankles yeah so he can but it's enough slack to move his yeah. amenities I don't know it's a really shitty plot device I guess mm -hmm. uh, and then Tameo enters the room and Dylan immediately starts freaking out calling out for Andre like on help what are you doing why are you doing this yeah, fucking help me. Do something, Andre 3000. Yeah. <laughs> fucking same joke. It, it's all I can think about literally every time you say Andre. Mm -hmm. So the, the priest makes some holy water, 
and then um, with some salt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's salt in normal holy water. I don't know. Let's see with that flavor. <laughs> then we get uh, holy oil poured onto Dylan, um, and then the priest goes upstairs and begins to pray. Um, Dylan asks Andre, you know, why why are you doing this? And it's clearly the ghost at this point. Yeah, like at this point you're just like, alright, we understand what's happening, there's not a lot of tongue-in-cheek left in this. Yes, the ghost is trying to pull on heartstrings, but Andre's not really having it. He he kind of is still, like, he still feels through this kid, but he knows what's going on. But he doesn't want to hurt the kid. Yeah. And then we, we cut to the priest using, are you ready for this word? Hit this me. word? A thurible to burn holy incense, which is the, the thing that he's holding over Dylan, creating all the smoke. Huh. Um, and Dylan is, is sitting in bed, smiling at him while he's doing it. Um, then Dylan starts struggling. Can we appreciate how good Dylan is in this scene? He so fucking good. kills it. So good. The priest is by far the worst actor in the movie, I think. And yeah. he's not terrible, he just doesn't do great. Mm-hmm. Andre kills it, but this fucking kid, like, and he's had nothing to work with this whole he time. He acts his goddamn heart out in this scene. Well, like, every scene up to here is just be catatonic. Yeah. Give him these little bits, he nails them, but it's really hard to then, see. Here, fucking destroys it. Yeah. The rest of the movie, this kid is on it. And then it's just go full fucking sight. Yeah. Like, do do your thing. I don't think they told him anything other than like, hey, you're a Nazi, you fucking figure yeah. it out. You've got points, get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Killed it. And so what was that? Sorry, I got really excited about this scene. So Dylan He loves Nazis. <laughs> uh fake news. Dylan starts struggling and spits on the priest, so he gets fucking drenched in some holy water. Uh, while he, like, struggles around and screams. And, and again, he spits because he's tied down. Yeah. He, he's, like, trying to grab at him, and he's got some movement, but not enough. Mm-hmm. And then, just, alright, fuck it, this, this is what I got left. Yep. Again, very exorcist feely. Yeah. They, they reference the exorcist a lot, I feel like, in this scene. Which is fine. I mean, it's a good thing to base an exorcism scene on, because it's so well done. I mean, it was the title of the movie. Yeah. You figure it um, out. And then Andre has the camera on Dylan for a minute, notices nothing is really happening, turns to Tameo, and he's kind of frozen in place. He goes, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, sorry, and keeps going. Um, Super good, actually. Yeah, but it's... Very bit scene. It's not addressed again. No. Which I thought was a little strange, but I I like that it's like, oh, even even the priest is a little freaked out. But you don't know why. Yeah. And I would say it never really gets addressed, but... Just a good scene, and it's again a very bit what eight seconds of the movie, yeah. If that, super good. And then we cut to later on that night, um, where Andre has went upstairs to sleep while they're doing the exorcism downstairs. I really hate that he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah, I didn't really like it. Either. It didn't make a lot of sense because yeah. it's like over a eight-hour period or something. And like, it's a very long time. This is why you're here, right? Maybe, maybe stay. Maybe watch what's going on. Like, I get it. You're probably tired, but there's real life ghosting and happening happening in front of you. There's a legit exorcism, which is clearly the first one he's done because it's like, I went to a medium. She recommended to this priest. This was a priest I had on call. And this 
is why Andre shouldn't have fallen asleep. Yep. Because he wakes up to the sound of Dylan screaming, goes downstairs, finds him sat up in bed with blood streaming down from his eyes, and Tomeo passed out on the floor. Yep. Then we see Andre take Tomeo upstairs, and after a moment, Dylan is shown crawling behind them, uh, like, like army crawling, because he's a Nazi. So, yeah, just a bad scene, I'd say. Like they don't address how he gets free. First off, I, that that demon strength. I guess, but then again, like, and he's crawling. Like at first, I thought I was like, oh, why is his legs fucked up? Yeah, I, at first, I thought he was just pulling himself by his arms. That's what it feels like. But then we see uh, that he's he's army crawling, and I actually really like this scene because it builds up for a jump scare and then like a big fight and then doesn't does happen. not pay off to that so at all he, we, we see a shot of the living room with andre kind of uh getting tomeo back to his senses we see uh dylan army crawl up behind them he slowly stands up so to like set the scene it's the sure. couch where dylan's seized on that's where andre's been sleeping this whole time because of reasons He's got the priest. He's like trying to make sure he's okay. Dylan's going around the table yeah. on the other side, and then just slowly stands up behind him. Yeah, and then he really good starts to slowly walk towards him. Andre notices Dylan's shadow on the wall in front of him. Really good. He turns around and they kind of stare at each other for a second. And there's like a light, and again the the lights it's, are it's the moon. It is, but like the cameras are not built to see yeah. very well. But yeah, it's got the moonlight, and the shadow is just so overbearing. It's great. I really love good. the really good how scene. good the shadow looks. How subtly Andre turns his head when he sees the shadow is great. And then we get like a three-second cut, and then uh, Tomeo and Andre are chasing Dylan back to his bed with a uh, crucifix. Nailed it. They tie him back down, and then we cut to three days later. Super weird, like, instant feeling. It's yeah. just like, what the fuck? Yeah. We just, it cuts to black, and then we, we get a title card that says three days later. Yeah. Dylan is now bleeding from the eyes and ears, and he's not moving. He's just laying on his back in bed. And his eyes are black as the blackest yeah. black times infinity. And like, then the priest is leaning over him, like, I would say inches away from his face. Dylan spits blood in the priest's face, and then the priest holds a cross to his head, uh, while praying over and over as Dylan struggles. And it seems like this has kind of been going on for the last yeah. three days. You know, it's been a three-day cut, and he's just like, all right, he, he, it's fucking with me again. Yeah. Cross, holy water, let's do it. And then eventually, the priest says, Dylan is back. The the, the devil has left him. And then we get a fade to black. And, and maybe you caught it, and I didn't. I don't know why he says that, other than... Dylan just calms down. Yeah, he just kind of subsides which i guess i i've watched some footage of actual exorcisms because i'm into all that shit and that's kind of how it works like they just stop acting weird and the priest goes the devil's out of you now my son um that all does sound like bullshit yeah so there's actually a really good found footage movie about oh, that oh boy i think it's called the exorcist and it's about a guy who does fake exorcisms and eventually winds up doing one for this like cult on accident and it's a whole like it's a really good movie it's short too it's like an hour we'll do it eventually <laughs> eventually um i'll t i'll do it right now <laughs> i haven't seen it i don't know who's in it it's a bad movie no and one, i don't like it no one's in it nailed it it's done so then we we cut to tomeo and andre outside andre thanks tomeo for his help 
Uh, Tomato recommends Dylan's parents pray multiple times daily for the next few weeks, and Andre says, I'll do the same. I really like that that's his, like, and I get it, that's priesty things to say, but it's like, take your vitamins and pray three times in the the morning. And uh, Tomato blesses Andre and leaves. Then we get an interview of Mr. Duval, who says Dylan is is back to himself again. Uh, Andre admits, you know, this became more than an investigation for him. Banger audio! I'm so sorry. Getting your garbage fucking phone all over the place. I'm so sorry. You're welcome. Yeah, Andre says this was more than an investigation to me. Then Andre talks to Dylan uh, in his bed. Basically saying, you know, I, I'm happy that this, this worked and I can help you. And it, uh, right here, I'm pretty sure, because, yeah, like right here, he grabs his hand. Yeah, they're holding hands. Yeah. Which they also do in the hospital. They do. But again, it's like they've really built this bond on these characters. Mm-hmm. And at no point do I really feel like they've built it. It's just kind of there. Yeah. But 100%, and I watched this with my wife, we're both like, all right, this movie's wrapping up. Not at all. No. No. Like, you would think that this is where the movie starts this, to wind down. This is the normal, like, horror 83 minute or whatever yeah. movie it starts to end. No, the fuck that. They got another 30 minutes to And then go. we get a voiceover as Andre leaves the room of him saying, this is the last time I saw him. Super great, by the way. I really like that they did this. Yeah. But hit it. Two days later, his dad called in the middle of the night and Dylan had committed suicide. He set himself on, on fire. fire. Oh my god. Fucking awful. Like, the first thing I thought of was, can you imagine being his parents? Like, holy shit. Can you imagine being that calm, calling this guy who was like, your shit's fixed? I've called IT support and been a bigger <laughs> dick than these parents have to their kid lose their parents losing their kid to total suicide. Like, Lit himself on. He Krugered himself. Super fucked. Oh my god! Now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder if it's like. Is this is pretty cool to Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Did we just work backwards? No, I'm wondering if it's supposed to be like a Holocaust-related thing. I actually thought the same thing, but I just don't. Like, if you watch the rest of the movie, I don't know how it really fits. I'm not sure. Not, I, I don't know. I don't think it was, to be honest. I think it was just a... That's probably just as plot. I, I think it's just a plot point to move it to the next scenes. Yeah. And then, and so Andre uh, continues his voiceover saying, you know, I, he's angry that he couldn't help. Um, and after his funeral, Andre went home to him, to Romania. Um, call back to when Dylan was speaking Romanian. Right. And he, he went to be with his family. He gave all the footage over to the cops uh, and like psychiatrists watched it but they refused to say it was possession but Andre still firmly believes that Dylan was possessed. Nope, nobody believes but you know he does his parents do. Um, Andre dove deeper into the videos to try and see who possessed Dylan and he found that Reinhard Heydrich was who possessed him. Um, which he found off of, like, a couple of key points of info. Yeah. Not just randomly. Yeah, so I, I have it written Okay, down. good. Uh, so his his mom's name was Elizabeth, uh, which is the name that Dylan repeatedly yelled during his possessed episodes. Which I know I go into my mom's room and sometimes I see all Sandra at her, so I get it. <laughs> um, he was a Nazi soldier who was assassinated shortly after the war. 
and then we cut to Andre asleep in his office. Uh, they they also he uh, one other point they hit is that he was born in 1904. Yes. So back like they kind of throw back to every scene. I don't know if you wrote that down. As I you thought I did, notes. but I guess I didn't. Yeah, like the kind of every part of the movie, it's like okay, here are bits from the movie mm-hmm. from each of these. It, it all lines up. Yeah, and I, I think there's something else about a book that he mentioned or read i can't recall so it just shows a picture of a book on his table which i, I didn't oh focus that's on, right but I, it must have been like a german it was um i can't remember the name of the book they pass it going through and like they kind of still on it saying like oh huh. this book is x and x and i can't remember what they call it but it was significant to this guy oh. and i think he wrote it or so believed it, it. Also, the quote he wrote on the mirror was a quote from that person it, directly. It was from his like group. Yeah, like uh, he. They were it was the his, masters of the world. Yes, it was his like direct motto. Yeah. that he had said in World War II yeah. as a piece of shit Nazi. Mm-hmm. And then we, we cut to Andre sleep in his office. His camera gets the old unfriended glitch. Which can we all like? Why the fuck is he watching himself sleep? I don't understand why he's got this full-time yeah. camera. I mean, I guess he... Well, he does say it's a surveillance camera, so I think it's more for, like, security purposes. Inside um, the office? It's in super... Someone, in case someone breaks in. You have it on the outside, you see who breaks in on the outside just as well as you do on the inside. It's super... I don't like where it's placed just for this, because mm-hmm. it seems like they set it up just for this scene. Okay. Because the rest of it's done at a POV from his computer, yeah. directly in front of his... Sure. So they, if they had just done that, I thought it would have been better. Well, actually, all the scenes where he is woken up by phone calls are filmed from the same camera. They, they are, but I don't like it the whole time. That's so fair. I, I just don't get it. But yeah. continue. Sorry. So uh, his camera glitches at 3.03 a.m. and we see Dylan's shadow walk into frame and stand over him. Um, and it's pretty well Dylan. Like, it's not just... Like, A, it's a, definitely a person shadow really well And, and they just CGI'd him out. Yeah. But it's it. He has like fairly distinct hair, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if there's like a good way to put it, but it very much looks like Dylan. Yeah. Like he, I think you can tell specifically from the scene before when we saw his shadow on the wall. Fair enough. This is Dylan's yeah. shadow. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then we get a voiceover of Andre saying, "I found this on my surveillance camera and called Mr. Duval and." While I was on the phone, he told me disturbing things have been happening every night since Dylan's death. So he drives back to the house to commil- uh, communicate with Dylan. Even weirder that he was just watching his own surveillance cameras. Yeah, wow. Because if that's a 24-7 thing, why are you watching it? Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Maybe, maybe it's like a thing that's turned on when there's motion. But don't, they, they but, don't acknowledge that. Yeah, and if it's ghost motion, would it even turn it on? shadow on the wall i think would have would it like i don't fuck yeah i don't know it seems a little okay. aloof to me i'm i'm not into the scene i'll be honest that's fair it, it's i would probably I was, say that's the worst scene yeah uh, i don't know if i'd say that but there, there's some pretty whatever scenes mm-hmm. i would say right after where the the movie's winding down and i think it's over and then they start kicking into high gear again i'm i'm really looking for reasons to be like god damn it fuck this movie because i again I was already pissed from last week of demonic mm-hmm. and not rhyming at all with paranormal <laughs> investigation. So I was really looking for reasons to hate this movie, and here is where I kind of disassociated and was like, "Movie's over. We're walking the last scenes," and it, we still have actually like twenty minutes left or yeah. so. And 
I'm, we'll get back into it in a second. But I was ready to just shit on anything. So I was really looking for reasons to hate this movie. So hit it. Andre arrives at the house and hears water running. So he goes upstairs to find the bath on. And every time he turns it off, it turns back on. I want to clarify, the taps are on. The taps are on. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really good scene, but I did not catch in the intro that the water turned on at some point. If you want to, you probably won't, but go back and watch just for that scene. You I can hear it. Absolutely not going to watch this movie again. <laughs> ever in my life. <laughs> So, yeah, the, the taps are on. Every time he turns them off and goes to walk away, they turn back on. They do. It's, it's a really good, like, I was really pissed when this movie kept going. And, again, I was looking for any reason. Yeah. The last 20 minutes are by far the best, I think. Yeah, and you think, wow, the exorcism's the, the good part. No, it gets better. The exorcism's actually not even that great, com- no. especially compared to the rest of the... Compared to... Like, the 30 I'm... minutes before, the 30 minutes after? Yeah. Fantastic. Compared to the actual finale of the movie? Yeah. Fuck the exorcism. Yeah, 100%. So, Andre... But we're not gonna tell you that part. <laughs> Cut it off. Part 49, coming next week. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another session of Scary. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we're not gonna fuck with you that much. <laughs> We're not going to do the old Dragon Ball Z. Find out next time. Oh my god, Frieza Saga was 339 episodes long. Alright, so... But do tune in uh, to the intern hour where I go over episode by episode of each Dragon Ball Z. They're all (laughs) two-parters. Hope you like the Namek Saga. It's a real piece of shit. Hit it, baby! So Andre decides to do a seance with the Ouija board, um, Ouija board. in the living room, uh, and he hears... This is a seance, things. too. Now, and I don't think you mentioned, he told the parents, so Dylan's dead, he lit himself on fire. Yeah. He told the parents, I want to come back, figure out what's going on, I need you guys to leave for a while. Mm-hmm. So he's alone in the house again, he's got the house, I think for a few days. No, it's just over the same night. Is it the same? Okay, so yeah. this is all one night. And he's just doing this, essentially the same thing as before. Yeah, but now he's trying to communicate with Dylan. Directly, yes. And so, so. He, he's doing the seance with the Ouija board in the living room. Ouija board. Fuck you. He hears footsteps uh, in the other room, and he goes to investigate. And, uh... Did you hear footsteps? I didn't hear I anything. Did. I did hear them. I did, he just started running around, and I was like, what's going on? I, I heard them. Okay. So, and then we, we finally get his whole cool camera setup that we mentioned earlier... Just for a second, though, it's not even utilized for the whole scene, which I, I hate. I hate that they don't utilize it the whole time, but what they do use is really good. Yeah. So we see him him walking upstairs. And this um, is just POV. Yeah, like, we get the... Picture-in-picture picture style. Yeah, so it's like the, the camera recording his face is in the top left corner, while the rest of the screen is taken up by just the actual footage of filming in front of him. Um, he goes to the hallway of the parents' room on the second floor, where the bathroom is, and he hears the bathtub running again, and the floor is covered in blood. Yeah, he, he's kind of following a trail almost at this yeah. point, but not really until he gets to the bathroom. Yeah, so he, he follows kind of like streaks of blood up to the bathtub, and the bathtub's full of blood. Yeah, um, and you can't really tell again, like the camera's lighting is not 
it's a way better version than we've gotten before. Yeah. But until you walk up to it, you don't really see it's it's blood red. Yeah, like, and I, I should clarify, it's not like the tap is pouring out blood. It's pouring out water. Yeah. But there's just blood coming from something. Yeah, it's just bloody red for some reason. Then Andre follows a trail leading through the parents' bedroom into a closet um, that has an attic door in it. Super great. As we see a ghostly figure of Dylan walking through the surveillance cameras up the stairs and behind Andre. Yeah, separate scene. So they he's gotten to the Andre's in the closet. They go back to the camera yeah. on the stairs, and you just see. I guess I didn't see Dylan. It's obviously assumed that it is, but you just see a figure invisibly pass by very clearly. Yeah, just super transparent. Yeah. Um, really good. Again, the anticipation and the rest of this is so good. And Andre goes into the attic and he finds this like hidden door. You're, you're missing a really good scene or a really good plot point, or not plot point, but just point where he's just very obviously looking in this closet, kind of following the blood mm-hmm. and the stairs just drop to the attic. Do they? Yes. He doesn't pull him down. Oh, why he, do I He looks up that? to do it but he doesn't pull him down. They drop. It's almost a jump scare. It's huh. really good. That's probably my favorite scene in the movie to be honest. Huh. Super minimal, but it's so good. Oh, shit. So, yeah, he, he climbs up into the attic uh, and sees this hidden door in the back of it. Super weird. Yeah, and he, he, like, climbs up to investigate it, but before he gets to it, we hear Dylan screaming downstairs. Really disappointing. You never see what's behind that door. Yeah, I'm super he, And he runs, like, it. uh, it's a really intense scene, and if you put yourself in that point of, like, what the fuck is going on and everything you've just seen. Yeah, you're running out the fucking... Yeah. I don't know why he went up the attic in the first place. No. But you never see what's behind that door. Yeah, so he, he follows noises all the way downstairs and outside. Yep. And is it all the way around the house? Like, he gets to what I assume is like a pool or a spa of some sort, but it's just filled with steam. I honestly don't remember that. I just remember him going out the front door. And I don't remember what he sees after, but it's, and I'm pretty sure on purpose, the same route Dylan took when he was running around the house. Mm. He goes upstairs. I don't think they show him going to the closet, so that may or may not have happened. But then he runs out the front door. Or maybe vice versa. I can't remember which yeah, order he, he does it in. He, he runs outside first. Okay. And he goes upstairs. So almost, so reverse to that. Uh, he goes upstairs, he does the closet bit, and then he's running downstairs and outside to the front. He runs out the front door for sure. I don't remember the steam scene, to be honest. Um, I was kind of confused by it because it's like, I don't know if it's supposed to be steam or smoke, but it's just a room covered in what I, I guess I'll just call fog. And then he hears noises coming from the house so he loops back around to the front door right for some reason um well i guess the front door is open now and for some reason andre puts the camera down and goes inside this is that's the only thing i don't like i don't know why he puts the camera down yeah there's no reason for it especially when the whole point is to document yeah and he walks back and forth through the house we hear his footsteps through what we assume is a microphone on him the rest is all audio at this point and then we see the door slowly shut, and then we hear footsteps sprinting towards Andre. And then we hear what is a struggle, 
and then we see and hear Andre get thrown up against the door. And the door shuts. Yeah, but like, by completely. by see, I mean we just see the door shut. Yeah, you don't see Andre, you don't see anything other you don't see anything other than that door shut, the rest is all audio. We hear more just an obvious fight before silence and gurgling, and then someone turns off the camera. Uh, Super ominous. Yeah. And that's paranormal investigation, baby. That's, that's the end. literally where it ends. But, and normally I hate that ending, mm-hmm. but they wrapped it up really well. One thing that I'm really glad we didn't see is Dylan's ghost open the door, walk up, and turn off the camera. Yeah. I'm the only, I wish they didn't even do Dylan, the, the ghost walking yeah. by the, the uh, stairs. Because it, it wasn't needed. No, definitely not. There are three doors I want to know what's behind. The fucking attic, the fucking office, and the the guest bedroom. Because mm-hmm. they never explain that. And they show all of, or they show or mention all of those doors very specifically. Yeah, and this is another thing that I think could have potentially been a good setup for a sequel. Like someone investigating Andre's death. Right. And they find that attic. And maybe there's like Nazi memorabilia or something. Right. Like Which, and, keep in mind, they... So up until the very last, like, 20 minutes of the movie is all Andre. That's his footage. Yeah. He's posted. He's edited. Yeah. He's done his bit. The last is found footage. Yeah, so we're also not sure if this footage has been posted or right. what. This is just his last bit Yeah. with no real definition of what happened yeah. after. And I guess we could also say we don't know that Andre's dead. Uh, it's very well assumed. Mm-hmm. It'd be very surprised. Like, the sounds you hear is very much a struggle and a fight. And then death gurgles. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's pretty well... Yeah, he's fucking Mm -hmm. dead. Especially with the ghost standing over him in his office. But it's just more alluding to, alright, I'm not gone. Gotcha. It's just the kid's gone. So... Like, you failed. Uh, what'd you like, what'd you hate? I actually liked this movie a lot more than I expected. Like, I was pissed off at Demonic. (laughs) Demonic, I guess. Demonic. Uh, I was already annoyed just getting into it. I watched it pretty randomly. I wasn't fully prepared to take notes or listen. But as soon as, like, maybe ten minutes in, really after they got to the Wii Ouija board, Mm -hmm. I was in. I was sucked into this movie pretty well. Even my wife was really into it. Like, we both thoroughly enjoyed most of this movie. And I was, yeah. before that, super pissed as soon as I turned it on that it was a French movie. Yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I gotta read this whole thing. I do other shit when I watch these movies. They're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Which, maybe why is they're garbage. But, I liked it. I really did too, and there's obviously things that I didn't like, but I think, sure. I think what I liked way outweighed what I Absolutely. did. Absolutely. Like, if we're gonna get on the same page for a movie, I think this mm-hmm. one's it. I think this, more so, more so for me, is even more of a positive review than my review for Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I love Nightmare. Yeah. I would say it's still more of my favorite than this, but that's just because of the history with it. The yeah. personal... History is the best word I can go with it. Mm-hmm. But this is a one-off movie was actually pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think it's all the suspense, and it didn't feel unrealistic, which most found footage movies do. I, yeah, I really enjoyed how much more of a grounded movie this yes. was compared to... They built uh, it to the skeptic, it almost seemed Yeah, like. it, it's, it's much more grounded compared to 
James Forgotten and Unfriended. Right. Um, like those movies were built for entertainment, which yeah. obviously this was too. But they didn't. They weren't trying to make you believe. They just put a scenario in front of you and you fucking figure yeah. it out. Um, so, would you like a sequel? I would really like one if it took more of a, like, we're investigating Andre's death now. Yeah, if they did something like that, I'd be super into it. But if they were just like, it's Paranormal Investigation yeah. 2 and there's another Nazi kid out and about. Right. Fucking, I watched Jojo Rabbit. It's a great movie. Yeah, I don't want to see a horror sequel. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, I'd watch that fat kid be yeah. a ghost. Um, how many leather jackets out of ten are we giving this one? Leather jacket. I'm going dick tight pants. Okay. How, that, how many? How many skinny jeans? Out of we 10? did not hit hard enough. <laughs> how many shots there are of this guy walking up to the camera and just pure ding dongs? Yeah. Every, every scene where there's an interview, he gets up and and helps they are, they the hammer this. So look at this magnum dong. Watching this movie with 3D, gra- 3D glasses is an X-rated experience. It's how you get a lump and a black eye. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Out of how many? Ten? Out of ten. Three out of five for sure. I'm going to give it like a six out of ten. I'm giving it a seven. I enjoyed it. Like Overall, it's a, f- it's a good movie. It's not a fun movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. If you like Nazis, go fuck yourself. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. Um, and I, I did a little bit research. Is Reinhard Heydrich real? Yes. I assume so. He, he was a real Nazi. Uh, he was very high-ranking. He was essentially, like... He was one, a big part of the SS, wasn't he? He was, like, one of Hitler's, like, main guys. I assume so. I don't know why they picked that character. Like, if there was no relevance to... That character in no. this house, or this kid, or any of this info. But I will say, better than doing Hitler. Oh, oh, way more. There's a new show on Netflix. It's an animated show starring Diamond Dallas Page. I heard about this. Uh, Guardians of Justice, I believe is the title. Yeah. I actually watched the first like, ten seconds, and as soon as he started talking, I couldn't handle it. But it's about Cyborg Hitler. Wow. It's 100%. And I instantly was like, I don't care. I've never heard of this Nazi person, and I fucking do not understand yeah. the belief or fandom of Nazis. But nah, it, fuck all that. Oh, 100%. But it's it was really interesting to pick this character. So my assumption, without looking into it at all, was like, yeah, he's probably a real guy. Total piece of shit, because yeah. there's a shitload of Nazis. But they picked a real-life character to put in this real-life scenario and they put it into this real night, real life feeling. Yeah, and I was honestly surprised when I looked it up and saw that he was a real person. Because I they, wasn't surprised at all. They don't normally do that kind of thing. Like, they make characters, because obviously, we don't like to glorify Nazis. Not that this movie's glorified. I was going to say, what glorified? But, like, normally they, they don't want you to go and research, like, oh, who was this Nazi? Like, you just want to know that he's a Nazi piece of shit. Maybe in America, because Americans are pieces of shit yeah, and will I guess glorify. That, that's, that's me thinking American. I don't think the French were like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, Nazis are great. I don't think that's a thing. I'm, I'm not saying that they're they're like glorifying it. I'm just saying, typically in American movies, they don't like to 
let you do research on Nazis? Well, I was gonna. I say they don't glorify it because they make shit up. But they, if they had given you a real person, it would be glorified because Americans are fucking terrible yeah. and there are real Nazis there there we go. in America that are giant pieces of shit. Yeah, definitely. I have very strong opinions on yeah. real life Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> Some people do not. Some people are like, "Fuck yeah, Nazis! It's cool, neo Nazism." You go right. fuck yourself. Fuck you. you. So you go to Reddit and 4chan. You figure it out. <laughs> All right, let's let's reveal next week's episode. Zach, I let you pick this one. What are we doing next week? Did I pick one already? I'm like six drinks in. I don't remember what we picked. <laughs> I'd have to be a creep to remember. Ooh. Damn. Slide slide my DMs, baby. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're doing creep. We're doing creep. Zach picked. There, there goes the phone. Banger audio. Banger audio. <laughs> I picked a movie. I picked Creep. If you've not seen it, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It has that one guy from the league, which that's old people shit. So you deal with it. Um, yeah. So Zach got his second official pick for Scarapy, and he picked a found footage movie. Let's go. It just proves how brainwashed I am. I'm gonna get him on board. I might be the plant. I'm not sure what's real <laughs> life anymore. So yeah, uh, Creep is a movie on Netflix. Uh, super good, super weird. There's there's also a sequel, which we're going to do too. We have to talk a little bit more about that. Very good. Like I would highly recommend watching them. Yes. I loved these movies. Both I of them. I thought they were both them. fantastic. I love the Creep movies. If you like the maybe true crime slash psychological thriller... They hit it very well on both ends, I feel yeah, like. 100%. If you don't like that pick and agree with both those things, go fuck yourself, because I don't care. <laughs> all right, guys. So on that note, we're going to wrap it up here. Follow us on all of our socials, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and I think Facebook. The Facebook. I don't run that shit. Hit me. I don't either, so I don't know who's doing it. It's all at Pod. Check it out. It's also a link to it in the show notes, as always. And if you go to India, if you go to our Instagram, there's a link. Just click on the link, please. You figure it out. We also have a website, scarapypod.com. Scarapypod.com. Uh, new logo out now. Beautiful. I, I made it. Fuck him. Stab that fucking like button. Stab that like button. Banger audio. Banger fucking audio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another session of Scarapy. Because therapy's too expensive. Our session's up, guys. Talk to you next week. Go fuck yourself.